Everybody, this is Patty Mabry from the Stemtastic Stimulating ASES Love it. <laughs> podcast. Um, I am the director of the Center for Innovation in the Upper School of All Saints Episcopal School. And I'm Rachel Hoffman. I facilitate the STEM zone in the middle school. Yeah. So this month we are talking about finding joy in STEM and uh, just reflecting on the year and, uh, and just the things that that worked well thing just great memories from from the year as we enter into our planning phase uh, this summer and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my fabrication class and also some uh, a cross-curricular deal uh, that I did in the middle school and uh that really works well. So um, first I'm going to talk about the sale cars that yeah. my my students make. So at the beginning of the year in beginner's fabrication, we we first badge out. We have this badge out system where they, they get used to using the tools. So um, the vinyl cutter, the 3D printers, and um, the AP laser. Some get into the CNC tool, mm-hmm. um, but uh, for the most part, those, those three main pieces are what, the, what they use. And once they've badged out, they get this design challenge. And uh, this project is, is really bent, meant for them to reuse the same tools mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and get those experiences uh, and, and using them in a different way with a purpose uh, beyond just, oh, I made a badge that, you know, that I, I learned how to engrave and cut and yeah. think about layering and what order do I want things to go? These are cardboard, how to, you know, just kind of really thinking about how to do it. And then you get into that, that more of a chance of designing and uh, seeing what works and what doesn't. And, uh, and so they have to use each of the three tools. They have to use a vinyl cutter, they have to use a 3d printer and they have to use the AP laser. And so, um, and how they want to go about doing it's completely up to them. Uh, we use a hairdryer and, uh, that we, we used to try to use a, a fan, but I felt like that didn't work as well. So, uh, we switched to the hairdryer this year and, um, and, and I teamed up the, the folks, I actually let them pick their own, their own teams. I said, you are more than welcome to work as an individual or work as a group, but your, your goal is to have an experience with all three machines, a second experience. And that will kind of launch you into what right. you're going to do this, this semester and, and how you want to, uh, to utilize these for your projects. And uh, it's fun. Uh, they had a they had a blast, and uh, it was interesting watching them figure out how to work a wheel and axle combination. You know, it's <laughs> like so. Some of them had the wheels were just spinning on this. You know, and uh, okay, all right, let's see how that that works. And um, you know, one group did like a Flintstones type wheel, like it was an actual <laughs> cylinder um, that they that they printed and a long cylinder that mm-hmm. went across the base of the car and uh, in it they end up learning about the names of parts of cars of the you know basic uh, pieces of the cars and and they have to be creative they have to uh, they can't leave anything plain they have to have a design element within it that uh, it reflects them and uh, I, I didn't know um you know, so well, we end up having a competition, uh, you know, yeah. so we have the aesthetic competition where people go and vote and see how they look. It has nothing to do with who won, who did whatever. And then we we did a, a, a distance 
and a speed and they had to calculate speed and then they had nice. to come up with what what the rules were for right um for the for the competition um where do we start the measurement uh, and whatever's decided then is passed along uh for for everyone to do and so you know it's interesting to see how they decide where that starting mark is. Do they use the front of the car or the back of the car? You know, why, um, you know, and, and so I try to really make the whole contest be driven by them, even mm -hmm. though I'm giving them, them the assignment, they come up with how it's, it's going to be uh, utilized. But uh, what I didn't know is what the group that won the aesthetics, it was a, I'm not even going to say the expression, but it was this, uh, anyway, it's about, uh, it's, it was probably not appropriate for school. It cool, wasn't cool. awful, but it wasn't, it just, I had no idea what it meant. And of course my son was on that group. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, all these kids were running up and voting for it and laughing and, uh, yeah. So now I know what I'm going to do next time is <laughs> make sure that awesome. I know what their plan is. And I, I, I spot check it at the end. I refuse to let them win. I, you know, all the voting that came in, theirs did not win. Oh, rats. Yeah. It, <laughs> It might have gotten the most votes, but it did not win. <laughs> I love that I'm in control. But um, anyway, uh, it was it was interesting. So my son's group decided to put Abraham Lincoln's head on their car. Cool. And so and then they, you know, put sunglasses on him and and, you know, it was just and they they figured out that the lighter the the oh I shouldn't say that in case any of my next year students are listening to this podcast but anyway so they figured out what made it yeah, go faster right, and sure. what made it go longer um and it was interesting to see all the different types of wheel uh, you know mechanisms so now one group specifically the two two of the basketball players and um uh, Luke and Cameron they figured out how to 3D print their wheel and axle all in one piece. And smart. yeah, and That's it was, uh, it even had the axle rods attached to it. So the entire thing worked together in a system. And so uh, they figured out that if they, the supports would break away when they twisted it and, you know, and, and, um, and then they were able to attach it to, you know, the base of their car and, uh, and it worked. They didn't awesome. win. Uh, I think they probably needed to find a way to lubricate it within inside there. But uh, it was that's awesome. really phenomenal. Uh, and I never would have thought that, especially when they had didn't have really any experience at all with three D printing. But they that that design came up came to them, and uh, uh, that car was was quite impressive. So, but everyone did something so different. Every, none of the groups copied each other, which I found was interesting because when I was in the middle school, it was always something went from. Like, like you were talking about mm -hmm. last week, how, you know, they started working with the hot glue and then and all of a sudden they're all working with the hot glue. And so um, and in our case, that didn't happen that way. Um, I built a car, but I, I didn't compete with them um, because I've had years to think about it. When uh, Justin was uh, was here before, <laughs> I have been designing those wheels and, you know, I ended up, my whole system, I, I knew my car looked good and I, I knew it was it, it was it was awesome. So um and they're all looking at mine. I'm going, yeah, I've had years to plan this thing out. Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. The wheels had been printed when I was still working in the middle school. That's I already had fantastic. those printed just waiting to to get put to get assembled. So the only thing I really built while they were building their entire cars was my what was going to actually hold my vinyl sale. So, um, you know, I had to have a Clemson All Saints theme because, gotcha. you know, I'm, I'm ridiculously, obnoxiously a Clemson fan. Uh, sorry to all of the those of you that are listening and, and, and don't like us, we're really nice. 
most of us are really nice. Um, I still have Roll Tide written in my classroom. I probably won't take it down all summer just to remind me that, you know, we're, we lost. So uh, <laughs> it's like putting a Lego in your shoe when you go running just to push you. The Ohio State beat us. But anyway, so um, so the sale car challenge was great. Uh, it was fun watching the kids figure out uh, once they determined how they were going to hold the, the uh, hair dryer that had to be decided. That was part of it, right? right? So, and how do you do it consistently? How do we make sure that everyone's getting the same experience every single time? And so you have to think scientifically about that, um, uh, you know, because some things have to be consistent and the only right. thing that's changing is the vehicle. Right. And so, um, and then they get a chance to make one last modification on their vehicle and if they want to. And, um, and they did. And so we really saw some improvements when they real and they were out there testing them. And, but then when they had to test them compared to someone else's, yeah, they're like, Oh man, I should have done this. And so, um, it was fun. And, you know, having high school students laying on the floor, just watching their car you know, go. And, you know, so they really seemed to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to doing this again, um, next year with my, my new group and Hopefully I still have six girls that signed up. I'm super stoked about that. I want to see what their car looks like. Um, anyway, so that was one of my joys. Uh, and it was great to kick the year off and kind of get really everybody excited. Um, I am going to now go over to the middle school. And, and we... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your land, your world. Um so every year, Rachel Jones, who is our uh, seventh grade English teacher, uh, we really have a fantastic seventh grade faculty. So oh, my good. goodness, my goodness. So she does this unit and, and I really don't want to get too far into it because it's kind of a surprise for the kids. Um, uh, so sixth graders are, that are now seventh graders. Uh, we want them to have that same my baby girl. Yes. That, that same um, experience without having too much told in advance. And I'm, I'm really thinking positively and hopeful that all our students are listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, we're your favorite, right? Right, right. So, you know, just just in case they're right. listening, I'll, I'll try to stay vague. But uh, we do this Holocaust unit. OK. And so um, they read a book and which is really a tough read. And then we do uh, what's called blackout poetry and we use the Makey Makeys. Um, we've talked about the Makey Makeys in, in prior podcasts. Uh, where they're learning about circuits and open and closed circuits. They're learning that they themselves are also um, uh, able to pass electricity through. So they're conductive and, um, you know, because and how everything works, they learn that using a pencil or other mediums will, will be conductive and they learn about what's, what's an insulator. So, uh, but they also get to think about ways to, utilize what they're reading and and take something out of it uh, something that means something to them and so um uh, anyway it's a really really neat project but we also bring in some scientific stuff too so um this past year we had uh, uh mr ramirez spoke to them about the holocaust and uh, and really kind of going into depth with with how hitler actually came into power and you know and who did he change? Who did, how did he get, took what, six years for him to get people convinced that, uh, you know, uh, anyone that's not of this ideal race that Hitler's um, mindset was about, um, 
uh, if they didn't fit in that, then they, they weren't worthy of learning. They weren't worthy, worthy of, of living, really. So, um, and, and it's, it's a tough thing. And then I go in and I teach a, a biology lesson. It's a pretty high-level lesson uh, on the biology of skin color, and they get to watch people of color and people of different ethnicity ethnicities that are talking about um, just DNA and, and, and what that they've learned in the past couple of decades um, in relation to... Uh, UV light and and how that relates to our bodies and uh, and and really it, it makes racism seem you know Dumb. ridiculous oh yeah. my goodness and that's usually what I hear they're like oh my gosh you know we're just talking about a protein yeah it's just you have more protein than I do you know it's that's it you know and um, and so I really enjoy teaching that when I when I taught biology in high school um, at my prior school. Uh, this was a huge unit that we really got in depth with um, and as we were going into our units about. Um, protein synthesis and that kind of thing. So uh, I just feel like it's important, even though it's a little bit above their head, they're able to get it and they're right. able to, they get the, to get the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it helps. And so they get, so they get the STEM part, they get the biology part, they get the history part and they get the writing part and uh, which is really neat. So I'm looking forward to what they come up with. And they also have to bring in, like some of them will, will color and paint or do other things artistically. And, um, but they also have to bring music into it and some kind of musical element that means something to them. But when these words, um, uh, you know, trigger something, some kind of feeling yeah. within them uh, in this really sad, horrific book, um, you know, but and how does that make them feel? And they learn they learn a lot about what the author's uh, and you know purpose is and and what the intent of it. And I'm not an English teacher by any means, and so <laughs> I forgot exactly what they were supposed to be learning. But that was that was also running about that um, and understanding what what the author was trying to get across. I think you hit it. I think our seventh grade. That's exactly what they do in English. Is they're just trying to get the point and right. and the why and the mm -hmm. and and how do you how does language and out of words have have meaning and, and really right. really bring something out of, of what you're reading so it's a beautiful beautiful assignment and I love it I love it enough to have a sub so I can do it so um uh, you know I I'm appreciative that the school allows me to uh, to leave my my post and, and do something that's really meaningful for the kiddos in seventh grade so I'm looking forward to that again next year um I've done more. <laughs> yeah, she's done lots. More. I've done lots. I've done lots of things. So, uh, those were my two most impactful pieces of the year, really. Um, uh, and that's kind of sad, but you know, trying to figure out the the budget for this year uh, was tough. You know, because wood. You know, the thing I had all these great ideas, and and the kids had all these great ideas, and then trying to figure out how do we do this and budget um, when wood is four times the cost that it was before, mm -hmm. and so that really. Um, hindered me, but we were able to work around it. Um, I've, I've talked also about several of the projects, the arcade project. Um, uh, we've, we made pins for, uh, the lower school. They have yeah. their uh, master junior gardening <laughs> program. And we, you know, we were spending, a, you know, a couple thousand dollars on these pins for, uh, them after, as a masterpiece that, you know, different uh, sections of the book and, uh, or chapters of the book. And, um, I had a student that 
I just told him, I said, these are the chapters. And I did one as an example, just to kind of figure out and play yeah. with the settings on what do you do on something so small. And we had to figure out what size that would work. And, and I really wasn't sure how to how to approach it. And then once I had an idea, then I just let him run with the other seven chapters. And, and he just came up with the bugs that he wanted to come up with. The, you know, the, the recycling logo yeah. that he wanted to come up with. And then uh, we we cut all those out and uh, got them ready and prepped and glued and glued the the pen backs on them, and it was so neat to have something that we did that those kids are going to wear on their John Deere yeah. hats that you know and um, as they accomplished that over the over the years. So not only were you saving money, but you were also kind of letting high school do something for right the littles, which Absolutely. is always big. Absolutely. And, and it means a lot, I think, for those students to know that a senior made these for me. Yeah, for you sure. Because they're so big and, you know, and and, and well, just we have seem... the senior Trojans for a reason. Like right. our, our, our littles love to hang out with right. our seniors. Right, right. And so shout out to Sid for, for doing that. Sid Ireland, who just graduated. And he'll be going to UT Tyler this year, and hopefully he'll be coming by the Fab Lab to be a mentor to my students now that we can have people come on campus again. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a lot of my former students coming in and, uh, and, and supporting those that are just learning to become fabricators. Yeah. Uh, we did other, other projects, too, that, that brought a lot of joy. Uh, we work with uh, UT Tyler's uh, master's program for the occupational therapy. And um, I know that uh, Miss Adair has talked about what she's done through the engineering class with them. Um, and, uh, and they, you know, partnered with us. So we were able to fulfill some of their tasks so they could complete their projects. But um, we were working on stuff for their interactive hallway. So this Very interactive cool. hallway yeah. is supposed to uh, allow them. It's a sensory pathway, um, but it, it's it's in the the hallway for the littles, uh, the super littles, uh, the three K through first mm -hmm. grade. But I think in that one hallway is through kindergarten, and um, so there's stuff on the floor that were, there are like stickers on the floor that have them doing certain things. But the goal is to either energize the students before they go to class or calm them down after they've come out of recess, and and it's very intentional. It was designed by a group of. Uh, of UT Tyler uh, master students, that uh, this was something that was just a, a dream of theirs, and and luckily Mr. Cobb was was on board and wanted them to have that a ch that chance to do that for uh, for our our students to enjoy. And so my students were able to uh, make some of those puzzles that you see in the doctor's office. And so they'll hang on the wall and they have a knob and you can move it along a pathway. And so it works on their gross and mm -hmm. fine motor skills. Uh, they have to kind of think think it through, and so we um, we had a, a turtle, a flower, and uh, a butterfly, and so those were on the walls of the pathway. And uh, we also had, you know, the the sequin materials that when you when yeah, you move things this. upwards and you move it downwards uh, and it changes colors. That's like a big hit I have right a now. D and D dice bag made of that because I sit there and it's just it's so it nice me. It, it is me. <laughs> oh my goodness it's like those fidget spinners but anyway the uh we were able to uh, one of my students and i were able to um uh, figure out how to frame that and, and get it hung so we we had the material was purchased and they brought the material to us and we had to figure out how to cut it down with a seat without the sequence uh falling off and unraveling 
And, um, and it was fun just, you know, figuring out how to put that onto the wall. So now the students, it looks like these picture frames and they'll just draw in them and yeah. play with it. And, but it gives them that, that sensory, uh, uh, relief that they need. And, uh, the kids seem to love it and they look professional and, yeah. uh, like I, they we, really do. Yeah. My upper school students made that like what? Um, and then we, uh, another senior made a, a tree. He just, he found a tree, like a clip art tree that mm-hmm. he wanted to use. And it kind of almost looks like a tree of life type deal, but you know, abstract and in, in some way, but, um, but then he had to determine how many holes to cut out and there for what should be apples, but these are for sorting. And so they have these little plastic balls that have Velcro on them and they can pick the balls up and go put them, place them on. They can move them, they can count, they can sort by color. Um, but it, they're able to just manipulate this, mm-hmm. this, uh, these balls on top of the, you know, within the tree yeah. on the wall. And so, uh, and this was even designed by, um, by the master students as they want, they were very specific on what they wanted. And then my kids got a chance to fulfill it which was really neat um, because you buy something like that, you know, you're going to spend oh, hundreds money. of dollars. I mean, uh, I'm seriously in the wrong business. Because, yeah. I, well, man. we looked at, I, I was in early learning for four years prior to this. We looked at sensory pathways. I went to prior you um, and asked for, can we do this? And it kind of fell through um, because it is so it's so expensive. expensive. So expensive. It is so expensive. Right. So it was really awesome that it did happen that the upper school was able to, to we, do We this. took on a lot of a yeah. lot of what would have been expensive. And they had uh, the engineering class. They made these, the, the, oc- the octopi. Jelly put, the yeah, the jellyfish. 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 Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, these jellyfish light up and they are just, it's, it's, it's really neat. And they, they make them. Uh, for autistic students and uh, but we have one hanging in our hallway so our our kids can can enjoy them which is it's really cool we have a push-up wall and other things as well but uh, and then we built a frame around a mirror so they can see themselves when they're walking into the into the hallway and that can also have them kind of reset and Mm -hmm. when they they get a a response back when they look in the mirror so I'm thrilled that we were able to do some of that Uh, we also did projects for development for admissions, um, design trophies for, um, you know, the awards at the end of the year and getting students involved. Now I'm the one that actually typed in the names cause they couldn't right, know they who won know. anything, right. but for them to be able to really put the, you know, the designs in place and be a part of that and see what trophy making is like, we were able to design 3d printers and um, you know, 3d printed bases mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So, I mean, it was really a fulfilling year. There's, there's not a lot that I was disappointed about, um, besides downtime. And we realized that I had a class of 13 students and the fab lab is so small and it, it uh, we've, so we've put a limit on that. I can't have more than eight in a class yeah. and, uh, just have more, more sections yeah. and, uh, that's still going to be pushing it. And, and but, but if they work in pairs or anything like right. that, you'll be good. Right, right. <clears throat> you know, uh, but they do, they have to have at least one personal project done. They have to have at least one community project done. They have to go out there and impact impact the world. That's, oh, yeah. you know, That's the whole li- fulfilling our, our mission yeah. and designing using, you know, empathy-based practices. And uh, 
just learning to do for others. But I mean, at the end of the day, when you go into your career, you're not, you know, you work for a company, you're designing for that, that client in mind. You're trying to yeah. figure out what they want. What are they going to buy? What do they need? Right. And so I, I think giving them those tools now is, is super important. And, and plus, of course, the just being the right thing to do. Yeah, um, 100%. You know, uh, you know, trying to create a world that's that's better for everybody else. Because uh, that's tough to do in, in the world of social media. Mm. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it definitely makes the difference. It makes a difference to have the kids see things differently. Mm -hmm. But that's that's about it. That's what I've got. I mean, it, I could keep going and tell that's you every joy. single project. But I, I'm telling you, it's just coming to work every day and wondering what those kids are going to come up with. It's, it's That neat. is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's neat. If I could just eliminate the downtime... Uh, I don't want to give them more projects. I don't want to give them additional assignments. But that um, when I'm writing my curriculum this summer, I'm going to really try to be intentional about what, what do I do during that time um, and, and have them really gain what I want them to gain yeah. from the experience. And uh, that's that's about it. Hopefully with the new merchandising class that I'm going to be offering next year, um, hopefully my class will start producing things that could be sold. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and we'll see. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Cause do you know, on that laser, you can actually laser on rice. I'm going to get my kids to figure out how do we hold the rice without it falling through the grate. That's the, that's the one. And so I am making sure that I don't do it, even though I'm so tempted because I really want them to figure it out. But well, every day I just, just look at that thing. Them. I'm like, Hmm. You figured out just a piece of rice. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but I want to see if they come up with something different, and and I'm really afraid that I will. I'll be like, oh, look what I did, and then it's too late. I see, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to yeah. brag about some things in life. Uh, yeah, 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 because <laughs> it's so much fun figuring out how to work that machine. <laughs> I have had some training, but that was after I'd already been using it for right? a while, right? So, but uh, I'm looking forward to parents being able to come up and badge out. So any parents that listen to our podcast, hopefully all of you do. Yeah. Um, you know, the people can come on campus next year. So you'll be looking forward to having some training sessions offered where you all can come on campus and play. Yeah. And uh, Nathan will be running the VR in the upper school. And uh, I'm looking forward to sneaking into his class and, and learning more than I already know, which not much. <laughs> what I know could fill a post-it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I really want to get teachers in that are, are utilizing 360-degree um, video and other things to where they can teach the lesson and let students get immersed into a world. And now that we've been doing so much virtual stuff with COVID, I think if we can really run with what we've learned and keep going and expanding what we can do, I think that'll be awesome. That's what I've got for today. Awesome. All right. Then we will uh, talk with you next week where we'll talk about um, a unit, a whole unit on finding joy. So uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.